Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime on a Wednesday. I'm your host, Buck Rising, from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. That is where you go since 1983, nearly 40 years serving the Middle Tennessee community with American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. The uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, the best in the business when it comes to getting in on all of the action. Make sure you check out all of the great promotions that they are offering to you. One in particular I'll tell you about later on in the show. Of course, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team offers to you and the ability to sell your home for more with the intel that the Ashton team can provide at GaryAshton.com. Of course, Primac Mechanical is where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will get you in your comfort zone. They will put you in a position to succeed at Brimac.com. Okay. So today, before right right about what an hour before my radio show went on the air, we got the news that Floyd Reese, Jeff Fisher, and Bum Phillips would be going into the Titans Ring of Honor at Nissan Stadium at some point this fall. It's something that is long overdue, something that is well deserved for all three of these men, and something that means a great deal to this organization. And I don't want to not make tonight's show about those three because we'll get to them in particular later. But what stood out to me in doing more research is that there are some names that I think absolutely have to be in the Titans Ring of Honor that are currently excluded. Now, at some point, um, at some point, they will probably be in this Ring of Honor. Whose timeline any of this stuff is on, I'm not smart enough to know. But I do want to talk about two names in particular that I think should have been in there yesterday, and we'll get to that over the course of this evening's broadcast. Your Two Rivers Ford take, though, is what we will start with in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. Who else belongs in the Titans Ring of Honor outside of the names that are already in there? I gave you three that will go in. You know some of the legends like Steve McNair and Eddie George. You know some of these people like George Blanda um, of the Houston Oilers era, because, of course, the Tennessee Titans in a former life were the Houston Oilers, and there's many um, who are in the ring of honor from those Houston teams. Bruce, Bruce Matthews, another one. Who else belongs in the Titans ring of honor? Your Two Rivers Ford take. Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. While you guys do that, I'll tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take each and every night. That is our friends at Two Rivers Ford. They have been providing you exceptional customer service since 1983, and they will continue to do so now and into the future. Two Rivers Ford, where you can find the new electric Mach-E Mustang, the brand new F-150, the F-150 electric, well, the F-150 Lightning, the all-electric F-150 that will be rolling out next year, and my personal favorite, the 2021 Ford Bronco. Two Rivers Ford is where you can find all of those things, of course, and they will get you in a position to find the vehicle that fits your family's budget and your family's need. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. 
So who belongs in the Ring of Honor that's not already there? So DeZito, who we love to see, been a while, my brother, welcome back, says Steve McNair. Steve went in two years ago, remember? Because the field, the field caught on fire, the pyrotechnics issue um, with, with the honoring of Eddie George and Steve McNair posthumously where they put their where they put their two numbers in the rafters at Nissan Stadium. Wycheck is also in there, juice, juice box. Uh, two Rivers Ford, Mayburn says, shout out, go get a new Ford Bronco. That's exactly right. You can go check out the Ford Bronco, Two Rivers Ford, my personal favorite. I can't wait until they have the, uh, the not, I, I like the Ford Bronco sports, but I am more inclined for the, uh, I think it's the Ford Bronco Badlands edition. Those I love. And I can't wait to uh, test drive one in person once they start bringing them into the lot. Once people, they're, they're so popular, people pre-order them. Um, Keith Bullock and Brad Hopkins says John Bailey, both exceptional nominees. Zach Goodman says Taylor Lewan, Michael Ruse, Kevin Mawai. Got to show some lineman love in there. Well, Mawai, I believe, is in there. I would have to double check that, but I am I am almost positive that Kevin Mawai, and I will look that up. Uh, in fact, let me look up the entirety of the Titans Ring of Honor right now so that I can make sure that I have all the names listed for you. Uh, I'm watching something. I'm just watching something. Or I'm reading an article right now that says from the Houston Chronicle, how dare you, Tennessee Titans, inducting Bum Phillips into the Ring of Honor, which is so, 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 so stupid. That is, uh, it's it's something that's, Already begun. But the Ring of Honor for the Tennessee Titans, uh, they will go in. Kevin Mawai, I am searching. In fact, if producer Reed could do me a solid and see if he could find me a list of names that are in the Titans Ring of Honor, that would help me greatly, Reed, if you could text that to me that way. Okay, here we go. Steve McNair, uh, Eddie George, Frank Wycheck. Oh, no. Okay, so this is just a list of people who uh, Jeff Fisher brought into the Titans or, or brought Floyd Reese and Jeff Fisher brought into the Titans organization. So I will need if Reed could find me the full list so I can give an accurate assessment of uh, of who is in the ring of honor right now. Is it just players? Is Bud Adams not in there? Bud Adams is in there. He absolutely is, of course, the original, uh, the original owner of the Houston Oilers and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, where can we find the list? Well, I don't know. I just sent I just sent uh <laughs> producer Reed. Producer Reed uh, scrambling for it. I actually like you tonight, and I'm not comfortable with that feeling, says Proper Villains. Well, good. Too bad. Javon Curse says John Torkington. Uh, Cortland Finnegan and the recent PA, says King Mofaka. The PA announcer, that, that'd be pretty cool since he's done it since I think the team moved to town. Lorenzo Neal, says Jimmy Allen. That's a that's a good one who had a, a, a very, very famous play, of course, being heavily involved in the Music City Miracle. But... um. The names, Taylor Lewan, it's too too early. And I think Taylor will, you know, I mean, if he keeps on this rate, he's going to have, it sounds it sounds funny to say because he's been to three Pro Bowls. He obviously had the drug suspension. And then last year, his season ended in injury. But he is, uh, he is somebody who could make a very good case for this franchise, assuming that he plays for a few more years here in Tennessee. Jake Locker and Zach Mettenberger says, Evan C. White, no. Those two, uh, you know, they they belong in the uh, in the ring of shame, not the ring of honor, even though I love Zach Mettenberger and Marcus Mariota. Well, at least Marcus earned it a little more than the other two. No, the two names that I think belong in there that I was surprised to learn were not, this much I do know, is that Javon Curse, the freak, and Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock, are not 
in the Titans Ring of Honor. They don't give us respect, but we about to take it today. Watch. Keith Bullock and Javon Curse belong in the Titans Ring of Honor. Now, this is why I love this audience, because Puka, who's always on her game, was able to get me the list faster than Producer Reed. Producer Reed hearing footsteps about his job. Tough scene. Puka's on her game, because the names that are currently in the Ring of Honor, outside of the three that will be added this fall, Frank Wycheck, Eddie George, Steve McNair, uh, KS Bud Adams, Elvin Bethay, George Blanda, Earl Camber, Mike Holovac, Ken Houston, Mike Munchak, Jim Norton, Warren Moon, and Bruce Matthews. That is what currently consists, 13 members currently, soon to be 16, of the Titans Ring of Honor at Nissan Stadium. Uh, when is the last time our Titans have seen a pass rush like Curse's rookie season? Um, I mean, you guys had a... Nobody is Javon Curse, Right. Kyle Vandenbosch, for a while there, was able to uh, provide you some kind of a pass rush. It was never anything like what Curse was. There was that weird, I, I can't remember the name of the dude that had the, uh, the the white dude that had the tribal tat, who played like one year for the Jets, had a had an incredible, he had like an all-pro season for the Titans off the edge. Was it Jason Babin? Jason Babin sounds right. Robert Brazil is a good one, says David Brown, but we're talking about since Javon Curse played for the Titans. I'm pretty sure Jason Babin is the name that I'm thinking of. But all of those names currently, thank you, Robert Deerfish. Uh, Travis LaVoy says Ryan Allen. <laughs> um, the, the answer is you haven't had one since then, Titans for Life. Jason Babin, uh, Jason Babin is the closest, I think, that you've come in a long time, and Babin, Babin from Philadelphia then went to the Jets, if I remember correctly, because I remember Jason Babin 
at the end of his career, um, and he did have a short stint here in Tennessee. Big Jeff will be on that list, says Mayburn White. It's possible. I mean, listen, Jeffrey Simmons is not a – he's an interior defensive lineman, and he has the potential to be great, but it is difficult for an interior defensive lineman to have the success uh, that an edge rusher, that a pure, in the case of Javon Kurse, 4-3 edge rusher, would be able to have or, or an outside linebacker like Bud Dupree. It's just difficult to create that pressure on the inside. Uh, Brian Arakpo was decent for a bit, says Robert Deerfish. He was he was okay, but nobody, nobody has been the freak. And nobody has been Keith Bullock since then. You guys have had uh, many great defensive players. The Titans have had many great defensive players over the course of their franchise history and, you know, dating back to the 60s in 1960, in fact, when uh, the Houston Oilers began as a franchise. How about Algie Crumpler, says Jeff Roberts. That would be that would be a good nominee. J.P. Terran says, one of my favorite hitters, Blaine Bishop, belongs in the Ring of Honor. I mean, there's a lot of names that do belong on this list, okay, or in this Hall of – this Ring of Honor, not Hall of Fame. But there are a lot of guys that I think deserve a nomination. Hainsworth is probably another one of them. Hainsworth was unstoppable for two seasons, says John Torkington. But what a two seasons. What a couple of seasons they were. Uh, but the two that, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, should have been in there yesterday. That should, you know, it's not too late to send them in with uh, Jeff Fisher and Floyd Reese and Bum Phillips. I think that Javon Curse and Mr. Monday Night Keith Bullock absolutely need to be in the Titans Ring of Honor. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch how you guys feel about it. Which names do you believe belong in the Titans Ring of Honor? Going back to the Houston Oilers, and I'll tell you a, a fun fact about the Ring of Honor momentarily. Right after, I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is my favorite sportsbook and also America's top-rated sportsbook app. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Don't forget that DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball. Well, there's no more hockey. There's basketball currently. And the Olympics. They have promotions that they will be offering you when Team USA heads to Tokyo in, what, less, uh, less than a week, I do believe. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code A to Z Sports when you sign up to turn $1 into $150 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $150 in free credits with promo code A to Z Sports for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Uh, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, one 800 889 Eight nine the fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook promo code A to Z Sports. Mike Keith and Derek Mason says Donovan remain. Uh, Derek Mason and Titans fans. Now you guys would be able to tell me I have a lot of love for Derek Mason. I used to work with Derek Mason. I also used to work with Floyd Reese, and I'll talk more about Floyd when we get to uh, the second part of the show. Um, Louis Medina says you need to get Blake Bedingfield on the radio show. He should be in the Ring of Honor. As well, you know, I've never, I've never met Blake. I know Blake's history with the organization. I also know that there were a lot of things, and this is, you know, I say this with all due respect because Blake Bedingfield has forgotten more about football than I will probably ever know. 
but there was a lot of stuff, frankly, that I just I disagreed with with Blake on, like the idea. And this is this is an example that it's easy to cite because it's the worst of the offenses. But the idea that Blake Bettingfield at one time said that AJ Brown would be inactive at points during his rookie season for reasons that were inexplicable to me made absolutely no sense. And so it's not it's not like I uh, I I that's it doesn't completely discredit the entirety of Blake Bettingfield's work. I I. Blake and I follow each other on Twitter, and I look at his uh, analysis every once in a while when they're when the Titans are doing something or when the draft comes around because he was a scout for 19 years for that organization. But um, you know, I think we've got a pretty good stable of people to pull from. Well, you know, I should I shouldn't say that. If if let let me look into it, Lewis. I don't know if he should be in the Ring of Honor, but uh, let me let me look into seeing when might be appropriate. To have Blake Bettingfield on the show. I don't know if it's a conflict though, because Kaharski, I think Blake still writes for Kaharski's website. So I don't know if the zone would be cool with anymore having an employee of uh having an employee of of Paul's website now that Paul left the radio station on the zone. That's probably something I gotta look into too before I uh speak uh before I speak. From a point of ignorance, Mark Anthony Perez with the throwback, Ernest Givens. Now, when I was when I was learning about the history of this organization, when I first started, when I first got the opportunity to cover the Titans, I went back and learned about a lot a lot of these guys, Elvin Bethay and Ernest Givens and uh, George Blanda. I, there were so many great, so many great players um, in the history of this franchise long before it moved to Tennessee. Ernest Givens was one of them. Dan Pastorini, another one says Lewis Chesney. Brad Lipford says, I rebuke any shade thrown on Arthur Juan Brown, A.J. Brown. Um, oh, speaking, by the way, well, I'm conflicted because I can't tell you guys what's happening with this new content that I'm going to be producing every week um, until tomorrow at, I think, 7.30 is when I saw is when I saw that there will be a press release. So I can't tell you what's in the press release, but what I can tell you is that you guys are going to flock to this. And it's not just because I'm a part of it. it in fact, it has very little to do with the fact that I'm a part of it. But all I will say to you is uh, be be paying attention to social media around 7.30 a.m. Central Time tomorrow morning because there's an exciting announcement a new project that I'm a part of because, you know, I don't got enough to do on a regular basis. But this was something when they approached me about it, it was too good for me to pass up. And so I will be able to tell you about this finally uh, tomorrow. I'm very excited. Jimmy Allen says, if Dyson doesn't get a chance, it's a shame. Kevin Dyson, by the way, will be on the radio show tomorrow um, on 104.5 The Zone. So make sure that you're listening. I believe Dyson is on at 1020. But... What I will say to you is Kevin Dyson, you know, for all of the for all of the history that is associated with Ken, Kevin Dyson and Wycheck and Lorenzo Neal, just for that one specific play, uh, they they deserve a spot in the ring of honor themselves. But I want to talk about favorite memories of the three men who are going in because we we're having this conversation tonight because three men are going into the Titans ring of honor, Jeff Fisher, Floyd Reese and Bum Phillips. Uh, we'll get into that. And the question that I want to ask you guys on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. I, I I don't, not everybody, I think the majority of people, and I don't mean this as uh, as disrespect, as disrespect towards Bum Phillips, because the the legend, the son of Bum, uh, with uh, with Wade Phillips and, and all that Bum Phillips 
all the history the Bum Phillips has with this organization and with the fa- with the Adams family, um, the love you blue Houston Oilers and and all of the great success that they were able to have. But he he predates a lot of us. At least I think so. Maybe you guys have Bum Phillips memories that you would like to put in the chat on Facebook Live or, and Periscope, YouTube, or on Twitch. But I think for the last 20 years of the organization, probably we should just do which Titans legend do you have the best memories of? And listen, they did a lot of great work together. So maybe these two cannot be uh, exclusive of one another. But which Titans legend who is going into the ring of honor um, this fall do you have the best memories of? Jeff Fisher or Floyd Reese? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll talk about it over the course of this evening, right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That's where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will put you in a position to succeed. They will put you in your comfort zone this summer. Brymac Mechanical, main location in Clarksville, three location, servicing Tennessee and Kentucky. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. All right. Uh, best memories of Fisher or Floyd. Now they may not, they may, you may not have memories that include one without the other because of all of the great work that the two of them did during their time together, not just with the, with the Titans organization, but with the Houston Oilers as well. Unpopular opinion says Juicebox six, seven, eight. Fisher was the epitome of average, not a great coach. So you know, Juicebox, I mean, maybe locally that's an unpopular opinion. I think largely Jeff Fisher is looked at, I mean, from a national standpoint. And we're looking at this from a local level. But I think that there you would not get a lot of pushback from people outside the city in Nashville on the statement that you made about Jeff Fisher. You know, the 8-8 eight and eight jokes, the 9-7 and seven jokes, the 7-9 and nine jokes, they're, they're tired by now. And they can no longer exist because the schedule is being expanded to where you can't have those records anymore. But... Jeff Fisher is the all-time winningest coach in the history of the Tennessee Titans organization. So on a local level, and he is the only Titans coach with a Super Bowl appearance, even though they did not get a win, a Super Bowl appearance on his resume, Jeff Fisher, nationally, people probably regard him as average or below average. Here, locally, he is regarded as the person who brought the NFL, or one of the people who brought the NFL to Nashville, Tennessee. And for that, there has to be some appreciation of who Jeff Fisher is and was. Fisher memory, says Titans for Life, when he claimed to have two NFL homes, Tennessee (laughs) and Jacksonville. Yes. Uh, John Torkington on Facebook Live says, I think Fisher was a great coach, but the game passed him by later in his career, which unfortunately gave him the stereotype of being average. Easy to have the most wins after 15 seasons, says Easy E. There's no disputing that. He is lasted longer than any other Titans coach in the history of this franchise. So you can look at it that way as well. And I'll, I'll pull up his his total record here in Tennessee just so I have those numbers for you. Because he, I mean, it's, it's close to 500, Jeff Fisher's record as a head coach of the Tennessee Titans. But it is a, it is a winning record, and he does have the most wins in the history of the organization. So he has 147 wins. 142 in the regular season, five in the postseason from 94 to 2010. Jeff Fisher's win-loss record, I'm looking at the email, 
that uh, I'm looking at the email that uh, the Titans PR sent us earlier, and they don't include his losses, which is which is a heady play by them. But 147 total wins, the winningest coach in the history of the franchise. It seems that I will not be able to, at least by looking at my email, find how many losses he amassed just here in Tennessee, not in total with his time with the St. Louis Rams and then on later, finally, with the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Earl Campbell is on there already, says Mark Anthony Perez. Yes, Earl Campbell is in the ring of honor. See, five playoff wins in 15 years. Not good, says Juicebox. Playoff appearances, obviously, they, they don't count for much if you don't win a playoff game. You can ask Mike Vrabel about postseason appearances versus postseason wins. Now, Mike, Mike already has to his name, let's see, uh, three that I can think of up the – no, two. Two postseason wins for Mike Vrabel. I believe Vrabel is two and two in the postseason right now because 2018, they didn't make the playoffs – 2019, they beat the Patriots and the Ravens, lost to the Chiefs. Then they lost last year to the Baltimore Ravens, so Vrabel would be 2-2 two and two in the postseason. So uh, Vrabel, in heading into four years, heading into four years, has almost uh, half as many um, postseason wins as Jeff, Jeff Fisher across 15 years, which is a good stat to point out. Again, I think that you can look at Jeff Fisher's career and probably – three different phases, three different phases of life. And what he did, what he did to keep the set, the franchise, help keep the franchise afloat while they were moving from Houston to Tennessee and really Houston to Memphis and then Memphis to Vandy. And then finally Vandy to Nissan stadium or Adelphia Coliseum at the time. Fisher also stuck with some subpar QBs over that time as well. Says Titans for life. Uh, Floyd Reese in 1999 broke up Fisher's brother-in-law coaching staff, and that is why they went to the Super Bowl. He started great, got too into himself. Les Steckel made us, says James, James Henderson. You know, Les Steckel and the and the coordinators, I mean, we talk we talk a lot about the coordinators in the history of this uh in the history of this franchise, whether you're talking about whether you're talking about um Les Steckel or or Jim Schwartz and guys who have achieved at a high level throughout the course of of history here. Only difference, uh, only difference between Vrabel and Fisher is the shade, and that Vrabel would go for it, and Fisher would kick the field goal on fourth and goal. Says Jimmy on. I don't know. Fourth and two. Mike punted last year. Something that you guys are have not been so quick to forget. But my favorite memory of Jeff Fisher or Floyd Reese. So I have this. Is, I don't. You can't count my Jeff Fisher memory as a memory, but it's just a funny, funny situation that happened with me and Fisher. I'll do Fisher first because I have actual Floyd uh, Floyd Reese memories here in just a second. But Jeff Fisher uh, was starting was starting a podcast a couple of years ago, and I hit up Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio, who comes on with me every Friday. I think that Coach Mack is going to have Jeff Fisher with him when he joins my radio show for a weekly for his weekly appearance on Friday. So we'll keep you guys up to date on that. Jeff Fisher. Um, Still hanging out. Bring back to the ring of honor. Mike Heimerdinger says uh, Juicebox678, also a great offensive coordinator in Titans history. But Fisher, uh, so I tried to get Fisher on the podcast. But this was before the radio show, and, and we don't do primetime. We don't do guests on the primetime show. So I hit up Coach Mack, and Coach Mack said, hang on, give me a second. So he calls Jeff Fisher on a satellite phone. On a satellite phone, because one, Jeff Fisher leaves his phone on Do Not Disturb. Probably wise to do so if you're somebody who's as famous as Jeff. 
and uh, and he cannot normally be reached unless you have the bat phone, which Coach Mack, of course, having worked so long with Jeff Fisher, has access to the bat phone. So he calls Jeff Fisher on a satellite phone. Jeff Fisher answers the satellite phone on a fishing boat in Mexico with Gus Malzahn. And Mac, while Jeff Fisher is deep sea fishing with Gus Malzahn on the satellite phone, Mac is telling him, hey, this buck guy, he wants you on his show. He's uh, he's legit. And uh, well, these are Coach Mac's word. And this is this is I'm not calling myself legit. I'm just regaling the conversation as Coach Mac told it to me before I sound too much like a D-bag. But um, but uh <laughs> Jeff, so Jeff Fisher says, okay, Mac, I'll, I'll do the interview. Now, the interview, as you probably know, never ended up happening because Jeff Fisher is an impossible human being to, uh, to pin down. I would call Coach Fisher. I would go, it would go straight to voicemail because his phone's on Do Not Disturb. Jeff Fisher would butt dial me many times. I probably got six or seven butt dials from Jeff Fisher where he clearly had no idea that he had called me back. Then one time he left me a voicemail. We we got on the phone and Jeff Fisher and I had a twenty minute conversation, which I should have just recorded, um, with 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 what Jeff Fisher has been doing and how he'd love to do the podcast. And then we were never never able to connect again after that. But my my real legitimate memories that's just a, a funny a funny instance of interaction with Jeff Fisher where he's butt dialing me in the middle of the night like six or seven times. But with Floyd Reese, I. I have so much love for that man. When I first moved down here, maybe some of you guys don't know this because you're newer to the proceedings and or, or you haven't been around as as long as, uh, well, most of you have been around as long as I've been around. I've only been in Nashville coming up on six years. But when I first got down here in 2015, I was an unpaid intern at 102.5 The Game. 1025 the game is where Floyd Reese used to have a radio show with my buddy with my buddy Jared Stillman. Now I know many people don't like Jared Stillman, but I I Jared is a friend of mine. So um, you know, I understand why you don't like him. I, there are there are reasons why I don't like him when he does the things that he does on the radio, but I used to tell Jared that he's my, he's the thing that I hate the most about what this profession is. But anyway. So Floyd, this was before Floyd and Jared had the show. Floyd was still doing a show with Willie Donick and George Plaster. So I'm a I'm a, a lowly unpaid intern. I had no idea who Floyd Reese was when I first got to 1025, but when I would intern with their show before they started paying me uh to work overnights, midnight to 6 a.m. for like 10 bucks an hour. It was a terrible situation, but it was a good uh it was a good opportunity for me to get my start. Um Floyd would Floyd would take time to talk me, talk to me about the history of the Tennessee Titans and the Houston Oilers and talk to me about, you know, context that I did not have as somebody who was not from Tennessee, who moved to Tennessee, who really had no background in the NFL and was getting ready to, without any qualifications, cover an NFL team. I was so, so unqualified to be. You guys, every one of you could have done a better job being a Titans reporter the way that I the way that I did it when I first got here, but it was it was fun to learn from people like Floyd. Uh, he would always do. I used to have the the, the six one five sessions podcast feed is the original podcast that I started myself in those overnight shifts that I was paying for myself just so I could get on air reps and not really on air, just sitting in a podcast studio alone in the middle of the night at a station out in Antioch, right? 
But Floyd, anytime I asked Floyd to come on, he would always do it. He was always very gracious with his time. And he would take that time to help me learn about the job that I was getting ready to do. Now, the radio station didn't know at the time that I was going to do that job because I just started going to Titans practice, really. Um, and they at they at one time, they at one time uh, <laughs> very much discouraged me from continuing to do it. And that's a big part of the reason why I left because they were trying to cut back on my pay to keep from paying me uh, as much to do, you know, to cover the Titans on top of everything else that I was doing as a part-time producer. But Floyd was always there for me. Um, and I miss Floyd a lot. And he seems to have really gone off the grid. I hope that he is doing well. I, I texted him the other day and I, I unfortunately uh, did not, did not get a chance to hear back from him. So I don't know what's going on with Floyd. I hope that he's sitting on a beach somewhere with Sally and he's chilling out and he's doing much better things than than uh, than reading texts from people who I'm sure are congratulating him uh, right now. But I I have a lot of love for that man. And I know I know a lot of you guys do, too, for a different reason. But it was my great privilege to be able to work with Floyd Reese in my first gig fresh out of college and, and to learn about the NFL from somebody like that. Made a big difference for me. Uh, A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. What are your favorite memories of Jeff Fisher and Floyd Reese? Lakes Jets says Jeff Fisher is a Titans legend. Anyone arguing this needs to call Stillman and company. Um, I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> Stillman and company. I, I have not heard the newest edition of, of Jared's show um, just because when I leave work, I don't, I don't listen to sports talk radio, man. I got... I got uh I got way too I got way too much sports in my life to listen to sports when I'm not talking about sports. And that's no that's no shot at Jared. I I would if I wasn't doing this for a living, I would listen to Jared show. Now I know Jared listens to my show because Jared will blow me up sometimes when I say something uh that he disagrees with that he wants to argue with me about via text instead of on the air because he can't come on the zone with me. But Mayburn Wright says, Man, I listen to the zone from 10 to 1. I appreciate that, Mayburn. I appreciate all all of you guys who listen to the primetime show to the 615 sessions and to the to the radio show, and hopefully uh, who will enjoy consuming this new venture that you will hear more about in a press release at 7.30 a.m. tomorrow. So make sure that you're paying attention to that. Clayton Smith says, I played with Jeff Fisher's son, Trent. I'm the first in the first East-West All-Star game. Got to see Jeff at the game. That's really cool, Clayton. That's a, that's a good memory to have. Let's move on. The show is a little late tonight, and I don't want to keep you guys much later because there's an NBA Finals game on right now. But I want to talk about the one thing that you would upgrade at Nissan Stadium. Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch, what's the one part, if you had to choose one, there are a lot of things at Nissan Stadium that need a facelift, but if you had to choose one thing, what would you upgrade at Nissan Stadium? Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. While you guys do that, I'll tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress, where you go to sell your home for more with the Gary Ashton team. They are the best in the business. They are the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Primetime. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Uh, dump truck, uh, dump truck. The NBA says King Mofaka. I, I, I like the NBA. I'm, uh, and it's tied up right now. 52 all between the Suns and the Bucks in game. What is this game? Five. Um, 
excuse me, this is game four. Game five is there will be a game five because the Bucks won game three. Walkway between the upper sections, says Puka. So I this is a point of ignorance for me, Puka, because I've never been to the upper section. And I don't mean to say that to sound like a to say that to sound like a douche. I've just never, you know, I go to the press box. That's my that's the only place that I've ever been in Nissan State. Well, I've been in the lower bowl because of COVID, because we weren't allowed on the field um, during the COVID season. So we were restricted to the lower bowl for us to be able to do our pregame activities as media. So between the lower bowl and the press conference or the, the press box and then, you know, underneath the stadium, those are the only places that I've been. Karen O'Keefe says, get a dome uh, for Nissan Stadium. Lewis Chesney would upgrade the riverfront, which is something that they are getting, they're getting ready to, by the way, to to renovate Nissan Stadium in a big way, it sounds like, over the next couple of years, which is exciting because it is long overdue. But what I will say to you is the one thing that I would upgrade at Nissan Stadium um, is the fact that there is no protection from the elements. None whatsoever. You basically, if for all of the noon games that the Titans play during the regular season and the fact that it is largely very hot here, up until mid-October and sometimes into November, there is no protection from the sun in Nissan Stadium, in that stadium, on the riverfront. You will roast out there when you go to a game in the middle of the day. I could not possibly imagine what it is like to sit in those stands. I would never, ever do it, but I'm spoiled that way, and I have the option to not do it. So that's not, again, I don't mean to, I don't mean to sound like a jerk, even though I just sounded like a jerk. It's just the, the, the lack of protection from the sun is something that I think is a glaring indictment of Nissan Stadium and something that I think they need to fix the most out of all the things that need to be done to upgrade that giant hunk of concrete that's sitting on the East Bank. Absolutely, absolutely. It needs to be, uh, it needs, there needs to be some kind of shelter from the element domes ruin all the stadiums, all outdoor sports as MNCY. I'm not saying a dome. I'm just saying like, so in Miami, uh, what is it called now? Hard rock stadium, Miami, where the dolphins play, there is a, it's, there is an, uh, it's an open air stadium, but there are overhangs like over the top of the grandstands. The field itself, unfortunately the, for the players is still basically in the sun. But the the uh, the seats in the stadium are covered to some degree. Now, I'm sure not all of them are covered, but there is an overhang like it's like a white overhang that surrounds the perimeter. It's a square perimeter of uh, of Hard Rock Stadium that at least gives you some relief from the sun down there in South Florida. I'm not saying that uh, I'm not saying because I'm not saying that it is uh, that it is something that needs to be domed. I don't. In fact, I don't want a closed roof or a, a, a like even like Lucas Oil, where you can where it's a retractable roof. I think that it is best played outside. Just need the canopies, the overhang canopies, as Puka says, common for soccer stadiums. Absolutely, absolutely, something Nissan Stadium needs to implement. It's okay to roast we Tennessee people at least. Uh, Jimmy Allen is okay with it. That's, that's fine, Jimmy. I can't, I, I can't live that way, but I don't, I don't go to these games as a fan. I go to these games for, uh, for work. I'm lucky enough to go to these games as a part of my job. Um, Robert Deerfish says, what's the worst opposing stadium you've been to? So that's a good question. Now I never went to the old Oakland. What is it called? Oco, Oco Coliseum. 
where it sounded like there was like raw sewage running through the running through the uh, the mezzanine and shit. And, and I said I said it and shit like that. Not no pun intended. Um, I don't know that there was actually raw sewage. I'm, I'm making a joke there. I never went to Oco, but for me, the worst, the worst opposing stadium is Jacksonville. Now I say this because I don't know what it's like to sit in the stands in Jacksonville. I know what it's like to sit in the press box in Jacksonville. It rains a lot in Jacksonville. The press box in Jacksonville leaks. In fact, I remember Kaharski and Eric Bacharach, who used to cover the Titans for the Tennessee, and their laptops got dripped on because the, the ceiling of the press box was leaking on us. You could not see the game. I remember very specifically the last time I was down there. It was the 2019 Week 3 Thursday night football game where Marcus Mariota looked like absolute hell and Adoree Jackson muffed a, I think it was a punt return that he muffed that ended up being uh, being taken against the Titans for a touchdown. So the game, it was it was one of the, one of the worst games that season. Very very difficult to watch, but um, you couldn't see half of it because we needed windshield wipers on the press box windows. There was no way, no way to see uh, out of that. So between the leaks, the food was also horrendous and you know this is again snobber snobbery uh talking because my experience is a lot different than most people's experience but yeah that is my least favorite of the stadiums jacksonville florida sucked uh, and continues to suck because i'm sure maybe urban will do something about it maybe that's the one thing that urban can do urban by the way got subpoenaed today i don't know how many people saw that we'll talk about that more on the radio show tomorrow um, John Bertotti says, I know Mike Keith got his notes ruined in the game there one year because they got flooded. That's what I'm saying. Like that stadium is, it's a water hazard. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, more beer and wings for Slay. Go Titans. LOL says Mayburn, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't know about beer and wings for Slay at a Titans game, but I'm sure, I'm sure he is. Uh, I'm sure he would be the one to bring the beer and wings. Ticket prices are crazy high this year for the lower bowl comes with winning and hype says Clayton Smith. Listen, if they're going to jack up. Tickets this year, and everybody is probably – I don't know that. I don't know that everybody is raising their ticket prices. Um, but they missed out on a lot of revenue this year. So if they're trying to trying to catch up a little bit, I don't – I think it's already out an outrageous amount of money to go to an NFL football game based on what I understand people pay to go to NFL football games and, like, actually have decent seats. But – uh it's unfortunate that they're raising the prices just when everybody's getting ready to flood back in. But that's why they're raising the prices because everybody's getting ready to flood back in. Um, has Slay beer at the Preds game been turned into a gift yet, says Robert Deerfish? You know, I don't know. That's a that's a good question for Slay. Uh, oh, great. I'm going to Jacksonville game in October. Maybe, Karen, maybe maybe the, uh, maybe the seats are nice. I don't know. I, I don't know about the outdoor experience in Jacksonville. All I know is I hate their press box. And that's that's the only worldview that I have. In terms of uh, in terms of hanging out at NFL games, Jimmy Allen says, "Buck, just say we all friends, so we can catch a discount." Listen, the <laughs> for as hard a time as I give the Titans, and a lot lot less hard of a time in the last two years since they've been really winning at a high level. And there hadn't been a lot bad to say about them, but certainly my first couple of years, they probably hated me because I was not very nice about how I covered the Tennessee Titans. Anyway. I uh, I always appreciate hanging out with you guys. Thank you for being here and being active uh, Sunday through Thursday night. One more show to do in this primetime week. Again, 7.30 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, the Zone, not A to Z, the Zone 
Although A to Z, I think, will be able to get some benefit from this as well, because there is, of course, a strategic partnership with A to Z in the zone. And that's how I came to work for both, because there was a strategic partnership broker to where I could do both of these things. Um, there will be a great announcement tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. Look for a press release. Look for something that you're going to love every week uh, through the football season and beyond. We did the first edition of this new project today, right after my radio show. And I think you guys are going to enjoy it because not, not because I'm doing it. Although if I provide you some enjoyment as well, that makes me happy to hear. This has very, very little to do with me, only that I was asked to be a part of this project and I am hype about it. So make sure you're hanging out. You sound like V from Vendetta says Evan C. White. No, because I don't wear the mask. Well, I wear the mask, but I don't wear the mask. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Content always available for you at A to Z Sports Nashville.com. I wrote an article today about the seven Titans who made it in the ESPN top 10 positional lists. Go check that out at A to Z Sports Nashville.com if you so choose. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy these NBA Finals games. I will see you tomorrow for one last time this week. And then it'll be the weekend. And it's my birthday weekend. So we'll see if I end up coming back Sunday or not. Peace and love. No!